tonight we will uh, go on with our uh, study of the word and I believe you are ready as we as we take from layer to layer the teaching as we've been having it um, for some time now and um, I want us to go over tonight uh, you know one of the things that I'm learning in this study is that we're able to peel and take from point to point um, the counsel of God. You know, it is today that we have it as verse by verse, but in the in the text original, it will not be in verses. It will be, you know, like a scroll, all right, that you'll be looking for line, you know. When Jesus read the scroll in Luke's gospel, the fourth chapter, it he didn't read Isaiah chapter 1. Bible says, and it was, it was given to him. And he read from the portion. So they read from portion to portion. Um, so there was no chapter and verse. But because the Bible has been so um, 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 marked and designed to have chapter and verses, that's the reason we can, we can take chapter 1 to 3, 2 to 4, in that order so we thank God for that kind of um, opportunity but it's all one continuum is one is one thought is one is one storyline is one um, is one piece is one message glory to God so uh, we are we'll be continuing on the on that message tonight it's just like someone killing onion you know it's one onion but there are different layers um, in the piece once you get to the last um, I'm, I'm there before you stop. So it's one um, one storyline, one revelation of God. So we've been studying First Thessalonians. Um, we've looked at chapter one, and then we are currently in chapter two. And like I said, the last class, I I, I perceive by now that some of us will have gone through um, chapter one in its, in its entirety, and and should have finished it so that as I'm teaching. It won't be to you something new. It will be something um, like like God is adding to what you have personally studied on your own, and then what you are feeding and you are growing and you are eating. Glory to God. Um, let's pray tonight, Father. We thank you. We come again as a church with a singular purpose of studying your word and becoming like you. We come in faith tonight. We come in love. We come in the Holy Ghost. Lord, unveil to us the mystery behind your word. Teach us how to study your word. And teach us to do the word. Thank you for that. Tonight the anointing to teach is on me. And the grace to hear and listen is on my listeners. That, we will, that, that the word will both come with power and accuracy. And will be able to hear. And hear with the ears of our hearts and our spirits. And I'll be doers of this word. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Um, before I go on um, this evening, I want to call our attention to a, to a few things that Jesus said. And, um, you know, one day they were asking him. Uh, he was ministering and teaching in a house, just like we're teaching tonight. Now, one of the things that Jesus was in his ministry, Jesus walked in all the fivefold. Bible calls him the 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 is the apostle and the and the shepherd of our soul. So Jesus was an apostle. He walked in the office of an apostle. Uh, he, he was a pastor. He was a shepherd. He thought. He evangelized, and he prophesied. Praise God. So he worked in all the fivefold ministry. Um, we know in Ephesians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28. And one of the things we see Jesus do in his teaching ministry is he loved the people he taught. And he he was one with them, just like we see Paul. Uh, um, um, showing forth himself as a loving and caring father, like a nurse. Well, like I said, like, last class, not like an African or Nigerian nurse. So you don't get, you don't mix up. 
All right, but but he showed his his endearment to the people. And then one day he was teaching, and they came to to meet him. And really, his mother and his and his brothers came. They don't want to see him, and they don't know for what. So they sent the ushers. Go tell him that we are outside to see him. And they expect as his son um, to respect the mother and come out. Ah, mommy, kill him, see me, we was me. Alright? Ah, mommy, you know, 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 you you know, you you know, you know, you when it comes to the matter of you and the gospel, you and your call. Uh, you know, he told them that who is my brother, who is my mother? I'm sure when he came back home, uh, no, that night he won't come back home, he will go somewhere else. Maybe the, the, maybe the day he walks back to the house, he, he would, he would, he, the, the mom would tell him, can he go home? Alright, but I don't know what played out in that in that sense, but, but the way we tell her. Because Bible didn't say he went out. He didn't go to meet them. But it says everyone listening to me and doing what I say is my brother and is my mother. Wow, praise God. So really we have Mary as the mother of Jesus, but Jesus told us that he had one one mother. Praise God. That, that, but it's not what is Jesus' word. Amen. So if you want to be the brother of Jesus, be the doer of the word. You know, one of these also was teaching and preaching. And, and someone came and said to him, Blessed is the, is the womb that bore thee, and blessed is the path from which thou sucks. You know, it's just it's a woman. Because having seen Jesus you know, doing some great things with this is just beyond man being. And, and Jesus answered and said to her, well, he said, no, don't say that. It is not about who bore me. He said, blessed are those that actually are listening to me and are doing what I say. You know, many folks preach, but they don't live it. And I don't want to be the hearer of the word and not a doer. That's why I said all I said this evening. So everything we are studying, we are looking at, we are teaching in church. You hear about diligence, you hear about, about, about honoring time, you hear about, you know, serving God. You, you came to it and do it. Why? Because God's word comes to correct us, to instruct us. But what use it will be when God's word corrects you and you refuse to heed the correction? When God, when the word comes to admonish you and, and, and you refuse God, God's admonishment. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Please don't deceive yourself. But stay faithful to God. The little word you are able to hear, hold on to it and do it. For it's in doing of the word that the blessing of the Father is. So when you hear walk in love, you know what you're going to do? Walk in love. When God says, serve me with all your heart, you know what you're going to do? Serve God with all your heart. Whatever the word of God says you should do, as, as God reveals to you, do it as it's been highlighted unto you. Glory to God. Um... You know, from our teachings thus far, if you've been doing God's word by now, you'll have improved greatly in your Christian work tremendously. And I want to pray for you tonight that you'll be doer of the word and not hear alone in Jesus' name. Um, tonight, turn with me in your Bibles as we go again. And like I always say, that the end point of the study is not for, for knowledge accumulation. It's called, it's called Gnosis. There's Gnosis and there's Epignosis. Gnosis is mental knowledge, which is good. 
Because without mental knowledge, you can't apply the knowledge. Epignosis is, is, is applied knowledge, wisdom. So God wants us to go beyond the point of mental knowledge to applied knowledge. And to apply the knowledge, then we must be doers of the word. For that's where the blessing of God actually is. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Tonight I want us to take from verse, we, 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 we're going to stop in verse 12 in the last teaching. Looking through the, 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 the attributes of a minister that Paul was showing to this church. And Paul was recounting his dealings with them. So you know how a minister ought to conduct and behave himself in the midst of people. And I believe this is what God wants to reveal to us in this portion of the Bible. But tonight, let's go a step further. And we will be looking at verses 13 through 19 as the Lord will help us. But I want to break this into two different portions. Verses 13 to 17 and then 18 and 19. They are two different things. But I want to first go to see how God will help us tonight to go over this. Let's read from verse 13. For this cause... Also, thank we God without season, because when you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, you receive it not as the word of men. Now, did you see, we are, we are studying this, this scripture to see how, 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 how um, 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 Paul, the apostle, um, um, uh, fellowship with this local church and what God is saying to them and by extension to us. But as is in truth the word of the Lord, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Verse 14. But ye brethren became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things, like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. Who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us, and they pleased not God. And uh, contrary to all men, verse sixteen. Now, verse sixteen actually is a is a is, is a verse that 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 verse thirteen to seventeen revolves around. So note that that verse in particular. It says, "Forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles, that they might be saved, to fill up their sins always, for the wrath is come upon them." To the uttermost, but we brethren being taken from you for a short time in the presence not in hurt, endeavored the more abundantly to see your face with great desire. Now let's hold on there tonight and, and, and let's build up from here. Now let me let me take from verse from verse 13. And then it says, For this cause. Now, when you hear for this cause, then go to the previous verse or the previous writings, you see the cause. So, to understand verse 13, let's look at verse 12. That ye work worthy of God, who had called you into his kingdom and glory. Hallelujah. Then for this cause also we thank God without season. Because when you receive the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye receive it not as the word of men. You see, when God's word comes to you, sometimes don't see it as the word of man. When, when I share with you, when I preach on Sunday, uh, I'm on weekdays, don't see it as the word of man. And sometimes if you are privileged to have um, a personal talk with me, sometimes don't always see it like a word of man, but actually it's a word of man. But see it like a word of God. Now Paul could say it because Paul knew that everything he said was not of man. He was speaking from God. Galatians 1 11 said that the gospel I preached to you I did receive from any man but from God. Hallelujah. So you see, you see, Paul said you this church received the word, not as the word of man, but as the word of God. So you are meant to receive the word of God as it is preached as God's word. And then when it's God's word, what do you do with it? You act on it. 
But sometimes I might be preaching and just and just pray for someone and pray for you. Hold those words, those times as as the word of God. You know, I've had in church testimonies of things I said in prayer or in word or in just talk. And after some time, it came to pass exactly that way. And most times, I've myself I've forgotten what I said. And so Paul said here that this church received the word he spoke as not just men's word, but as the word of God. And I want to encourage you tonight, um, as, as, as I trust the Lord to keep helping and keep leading me, as we teach and share, please don't see the word as words of men, but see it as the word of God. Now, if you come and see the track of what Paul is saying here, he began to talk about the Jews how they, uh, their mindset toward the preaching of the word of God to the Gentiles. In particular, this church in Thessalonica, the Jews were always, now if you remember um, the story in, in Acts 17, um, the epicenter of this church where you found it, um, Paul came to preach there. And while I was preaching, the Bible says um, some, some new folks came and then, and then, and then, and then they, they, the, the tongue is upside down, was uproar, and when Paul left horribly, praise God, he came to Berea, and it was the Jews that actually did what? That, that instigated that uproar, and then he ran to where? To Berea, Acts 17, 11, and when the Jews were in the United the gospel is being preached by Paul, where? In Berea, they raised men and came to where? Berea, and also caused an insurrection. And then Paul ran to where also to Athens, praise God. And you're going to find that in chapter 3 as we study. So as God's word is being preached, the devil is not pleased at the word. He goes after anyone that preaches the gospel. But don't be afraid of him. Because this one is an artist, so you don't say, ah, this one is an artist, so if, if I go and start getting now, I'll, I'll be attacked. I, 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 no, 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 actually the gospel is an armor against him, praise God. When you know that, you actually do it. It's because, see, he hates it, why? Because it's, it's, it's when, when we go preaching the word, we, we actually trampling on him. The Bible says, this is one of the armors of God, Ephesians chapter 6. It says, shortening your feet with what? The preparation of the gospel of peace. So it's your armor against him. That's why he hates you doing it. Praise God. So why do you, why are you ashamed of the gospel? The devil is only making you ashamed of it so that you don't get victory over him. Amen tonight. So you see that, 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 that the Jews now came. Now, now he was explaining something here that I want us all to know. And this evening I want to explain a few things to us and the Lord will help us tonight. Now, um, um, the, 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 the Jews actually... Um, wanted the grace of God to remain a Jewish thing because Jesus actually is of the Jewish heritage. God handed God, 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 God chose the, the Israel nation. That's why Israel is important to God. And I want the church of Christ to know that. Israel is what is important to God. Israel is important in the calendar of what God is doing. We can't change that. Jesus didn't come from Europe. He's not an American. He's, 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 he's not a Catholic. Christ is not an, 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 an Italian. He's not, he's not, he's not an, an, an African. He's not. Yeah, he came to Africa in Egypt, praise God. But he's not an African, praise God. Jesus came as a Jew. And God showed the pattern when he called out Abraham. Say, Abraham, Genesis 3, I'm 12 from verse 1. He says, Abraham, now leave your father's house to a land. I will show you and I will bless you. I will make you a great nation. And I will cause all the peoples of the earth to be blessed by you. 
And God gave Abraham a promise of Isaac, the promised child, and, 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 and Isaac was a seed of God given to, to Abraham as a type of Jesus that will come. And that's why when, when Abraham when Abraham gave to Isaac, God told Isaac, he says, Go and um, Abraham, go and sacrifice your son, your only son. Praise God. No one that John Peterson says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God began to set a type and a pattern of what he will do when Christ was to come upon the earth. Now, Jesus was of the stock of, of, of Israel. Now, talk me tonight to Romans 9. Let's read from verses 1. Romans 9, we'll read verses 1 through 5. Quickly tonight, just to make a point here. Um, so, it, so it's clear to you why, why, why the Jews are important to the Christians. Romans chapter 9, I'll read from verse 1. Now I say the truth in Christ, Paul writing, I lie not, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit, that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart, for I could wish that myself were cursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, one, to whom pertained the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the word, the promises. Verse 5, whose are the fathers and of whom are concerning the flesh, Christ came. So Christ came from the Jew, glory to God. And so, based on this, the, the, the Jewish world wants to, wants to, um, how is the word? Colombi Christ, you know, it's, it's, it's ours. Everybody wants, you know, that's the reason when, when Joshua said, uh, he's in Nigeria, never said, he's in Nigeria, no, he, he came home, he's our, he's, our, he's our own. Nobody loves bad person, praise God. They, they, they love the person. You know, recently, I think his name is Wilder, I don't know his full name, what's his name? Mm -hmm. um, Deontay Wilder, Will, Will, you know him, he's a boxer. He came to say he's from Edo State, and people in Edo State said, yeah. Oh, where, 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 because because he's identifying with them, they love him. So the Jews actually didn't want anything to, to contaminate their religion in that sense. And Paul is saying in verse 16 that these Jews didn't want the gospel to come to you. So he's, he's showing us the, 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 you know, these squabbles between, between the Jews and, and the church. You know, don't go out around walking as though there's nothing between you and Israel. No, there's something between you and Israel. Hallelujah. There's, there's, there's a point of conversion between the church of God and Israel of today. Why? Because Jesus is coming back to Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem for they shall love her that prosper. And so we find that, 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 that verse 5 says, Whose are the fathers and of whom also concerning the flesh Christ came, who is over all God, God blessed forever. Amen. Praise God. So we see that Jesus came from where? He came from, from the, he's, he's, he's of, a, from of the flesh, is of the Jewish stock. Now, if, if you, if you, if, if you look at that, you will start seeing that, that the Jews actually did not really understand the scripture in its fullness because, because God has spoken in several parts of the Bible that, 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 that the, the grace of God will come um, to the whole world. You see that? That, that this salvation is not for the Jews alone. And he said that in, in, uh, in, in, some, in some cryptic form and sometimes in open form. But, but their minds were just hardened. They, they want to retain that grace alone. But God, God had a better plan. And, 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 and thank God for the plan of God. That God is not a man. That God is not a Jew in that sense. He wants to save the world. 2 Corinthians 3 tonight, let's, let's read verses 14 through 16. 2 Corinthians 3, tell me that tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. So Paul is talking about the, 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 um, the Gentile and the Jewish um, um, accord here. And I want to take a little while to expose that to you. 2 Corinthians 3, let's read verses 14 and 16. 
Now it says, but their minds were blinded for until this day remained the same veil on taking away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. That means even till today, the Jews, the, the, the physical Jews, don't still believe. One, in Jesus, two, that, that, that the Gentiles can be, can be, can be saved. But I want to show you tonight in scripture what, 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 what God had planned. You know, God had a plan unknown to them or rather known to them but they choose not to believe it. Because this was revealed in several instances. How that God says in those days, I will pour my spirit upon how many flesh? All dwell to create upon all flesh, but they saw all flesh as though it's for it's for it's for it's for them alone. But what God was, was showing them by by by, by some encrypted code that it's not for you alone, it's for it's for all. You see, in Isaiah, as I saw it, Isaiah 96, he said, Unto us a child is born, and to us a son is and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God. He says, upon his shoulder, he will carry the government of the entire world. God is telling them that it's not for you alone, but it will come through you. It will come by you, but, it's, but his destination is not you, it's for the entire world. Praise God. But somehow they didn't know. God said in verse 3, verse 15, he says, he says, he says and, 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 and I will send the, the seed of the woman, and he shall bruise the head of the, of the serpent. Now, when, when his head is bruised, it's not bruised for the Jews alone. It's Bruce for the whole world, glory to God tonight. So God began to reveal this thing. But how, how be it in, in, some, in some form that was encrypted and the Jews couldn't, couldn't, couldn't see through this in their eyes. Now to follow you tonight closely so we can thank God for our salvation. But see, if, if you read the scriptures very well, you start seeing, and, and, and Paul revealing some deep things about these things. God showed us in the Old Testament, even Christ himself made allusions to it, but they will not believe. You see, um, I, I believe that's the reason some depths of the things that Paul said in the Bible, no, 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 no serious Jew can say it. Peter can't say some things Paul said. That's why even, 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 even before small, small people, Peter was doing it. In fact, Paul was telling him that, why are you living as a hypocrite, Apostle Peter? When he saw Gentiles, he was doing, well, Christ. And before now, God himself told him, I'm coming there, don't call what have made clean unclean. He still didn't believe God. You know, his culture has entered him. That's why God had to leave these guys and choose someone in the person of Paul. And that's why Paul was, was, was vilified by the Jews. They hated him so much to the point where Shavu took oath that they win it for 40 days until they kill Paul. I love that. They had a good zeal, but, 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 but it was wrong, wrongly and um, 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 focused. They said, they said, we will kill this guy. In fact, that's the reason. They, they will kill Jesus. They made a covenant that they will not eat or drink until they kill Paul. How will you kill him? How, how will they kill him? I will wondering. Will they just kill him and kill him? And they will think that we service to God. In the days will come, Jesus Christ said, when, when they will seize you and kill you and, and persecute you and they will think they are doing service to me, they will know that they are not serving themselves. Hallelujah. But let's go on tonight. So you see in scriptures tonight, I'm, I'm going to show you the patterns that, 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 that even Peter himself was speaking about the Holy Ghost, but he didn't know. Talk with me tonight to Acts 2. Let's talk with you Acts 2. Let's read verses 38 and 39. Let's, let's read tonight, everybody. Acts 2. You know, Peter was saying these things. Now, Paul was sharing us here that this is the position of, of the Jews when it comes to the Gentiles. But this is what God is saying for us to do. Now, Acts 2. We're going to read verses 38 and um, 39. All right, I think I'm there. Then Peter said unto them, Peter said this thing by the Holy Spirit. You get that? Now he says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off. He said this is not knowing what he was saying. Because if you understood this, then in Acts 10, 20, you will be arguing with God. When, when God says, God, when you say, Lord, you know I have not, have not eaten, I have not stood with any, 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 any Gentile before. You know our culture. God says, no, I'm not a man of culture. I'm saying this to you. I've made them clean by the blood of Jesus. I've, the, the, that, that word of partition is broken down by me. And it's time for you all to go into God and become one in Christ. Hallelujah tonight. So Paul said this not really knowing what he was saying. I'm to Peter. So he says this gift is for, is for you and, 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 and all that are afar off. Amen tonight. Ephesians 2. If you read through 11 to 22, but tonight we'll read through. Let's read verse 28 of Ephesians 2. Talk with me there tonight. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Read verse 18. And then we're going to read Ephesians 3, verse 6. Ephesians 2, 18, I read from here. Let me show you that tonight. It says, for through him we both, who are the we there? Both the Gentiles and the world and the Jews. Praise God. So you see, in the church of Christ today on the earth, it consists of the Gentiles and the Jews. Amen. Who are the Gentiles? Every other race outside the Jewish race. So if God sees the church today, the church is a combination of Jewish believers and the Gentile believers. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now if you read verse 11 through 22, you find out the context. It's talking about the, the Jews and the Gentiles coming together. Now Ephesians, I mean Ephesians 3 verse 6 says that the Gentiles should be fellow hearers of the same body. And partakers of the promise in Christ by the gospel. So the Gentiles came together. But see, the, the, an average Jew don't, don't always want to, 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 you know, to, to make it seem as though salvation is of them alone. No, that is being truncated by the, by the, by, by the birth and the death and the burial and the ascension of Christ on the cross. It has nullified that already, praise God, tonight. You know, Mark 16, 15, uh, Christ talked about, says, go into the whole world and preach the gospel. What does that mean now? Jesus kept saying those things, but the, 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 the apostles didn't really believe it. To the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. So it's, it's beyond the Jews alone. It's for every creature. Acts 1 8. But shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I said, what? My place is from where? From, from Jerusalem to Samaria and to Judea and toward the uttermost part of the earth. May I ask tonight? How, how can you declare that the other earth is Jerusalem? No. He, he has mentioned Jerusalem first and Judea and Samaria and then to the end. That means, that means it's going beyond, praise God. That means this salvation is not for the Jews alone. The Gentiles are inclusive. Praise God that tonight God in his plan from eternity has added us into the plan for salvation. Amen tonight. But Paul was saying here that this Jews here did not believe. They actually did not want that to happen in verse 16 of, of chapter 2. They forbade us to speak to the Gentiles. I want to say to us tonight that, that, that no matter what happens, nobody should, 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 be, should be seen as, oh no, don't talk to them. They are not qualified to be saved. No, no one is unqualified to be saved. For the gospel is for everyone. Amen tonight. But tonight fundamentally, I, 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 I want to help us to establish this fact in God that the gospel and the church today comprise of the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers. That's how God sees the church today. Hallelujah tonight. Praise God. Jesus for souls coming to him. 
John 10, 16. He said, for all that sheep I have that is come of this fold. He says, they I will bring inside. How will he bring them? By the preaching of the word that comes. Amen. Praise God. In John 17, 20. He says, Lord, I don't pray for this alone. But I pray for everyone that will believe at, the, at their words. Praise God. So God has the plan for us Gentiles to come into the faith. Amen to that. Now, does this not mean that, 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 that Israel has ceased to exist? No, Israel as a nation still exists. But the church of God right now today comprised of the believing Israelis and the Gentile world. Or those that believe in the Gentile world, praise God. But, but, they, but, but Israel as a nation is still in the plan of God. You know what? There's a teaching in our world today that, 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 that there's no Israel in the plan of God. That, that Israel is gone. Yeah. There's a talk like that. Uh, because, because, because the church is down. No, 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 no. Israel as a nation still has a place in the calendar of God. But the church of Christ today on the earth consists of two main people. The believing Jews and the believing Gentiles. But Israel as a nation... Still exists. Let me show you that today in scripture. Talk me tonight to Romans 11. Let's turn it tonight. Romans 11. Because it is, it is on Israel. Um, Christ is coming back. At the second advent. And he is coming on the Mount of Olives. When he comes to take us home in rapture. The Bible says we'll be caught up with him in the clouds. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive shall be caught up and with him in the clouds. But when he comes back, he will land his feet on the Mount of Olives. So Jesus is coming back one more time on the earth for the millennial reign. But Israel is distant. That reason is coming back to Israel. Because if Israel is the church, then there's no then there's no need for him to come back to Jerusalem. So Jerusalem is still, and that's why today there's there's so much tussle in Israel. So when you hear and stuff, don't don't be passive. Pay attention to the things happening in Israel. You know, a few years ago, President Trump did something outstanding. For those who are Bible studying or uh, Bible students, you will you will you understand what he did. You know, he moved the capital of Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And that is important in the calendar of God. That is important in the history of eternity. Why? Because Jerusalem is a seat of the government of God, not Tel Aviv. Jerusalem is a is a is a center of the of the of the of of, 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 of where Jesus will establish his government, and Jerusalem is the point where the Antichrist will come and, and erect his temple and 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 and, and, and show forth his power in the world. He will rule from Israel. But Christ is coming back to defeat him, praise God. So when Trump did this, it wasn't a coincidence, no. Something actually shifted. Something happened. And in any case, that, that idea to move the capital from Tel to Israel had been in the White House for 25 years. But no president was willing or bold enough to take this step because it's, it's, it's unpopular in the world till today. But President Trump said he doesn't care who approves it. He knows it's the right thing to do and will not do it. And he did it. And so today, and funny enough, Nigeria was one of the countries that opposed it. I'm also I'm 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 I
and, and, and today Jerusalem officially is the capital of Israel. Now, for, for those of us who are Bible students, we know the importance of that. It's aligning the second coming of Christ. It's making things ready. Praise God. Things have been made ready. Hallelujah right now. Things are aligning. So don't, don't, don't just look at it as, as something that is that's inconsequential. No, it's actually consequential. So it's coming back to Israel. Now talking to Romans chapter 11, like I said. Romans 11. Why am I going this route today? I want to let you know what Paul was saying here in verse 16 that the Jews, they, they forbade us. Why? They're trying because in their ignorance, they, they, they don't know that actually this gospel is meant to go beyond the shores of Jerusalem to the whole world. Christ did not come from them alone. He came for everyone. But let's see tonight. Romans 11. Let's read verses 24. That works. He said, for, um, okay, for if thou were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by the Gentiles, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, that's the Jew, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted in their own olive tree? 25. For I will not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel, until, see the word until, that means, that means it's coming back to them again, hallelujah, that means God is coming back to Israel again, until, now when you hear the word until means, something happened after, until what, the fullness of the Gentiles becoming, praise God, and so all, that means after they all come in, then God will now turn again his attention to Israel in particular because that will be the epicenter of his coming back again. So, 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 so Israel is, still has a role to play in the plans of God. So when you see things happening in Israel, it should be a sign to you that, 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 that some things are, 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 are you know, are, 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 are culminating to the, to the final coming of Christ's birth on the earth. Now, for time's sake, you can go through this, this uh, to verse 31, if you wish. But Israel, God has a plan for them. So, the, 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 the fusion of the church um, between the believing Jews and the Gentiles is not, it's not knocking off the the, the existence of or the, the plan of God to still visit the Jews again as he plans his second coming on the earth. Why would the Jews not want the Gentiles to be saved? Because they believe that everything that God said he gave them. And they want to own God. But God doesn't want you to have that mentality. God doesn't want us to have that mindset. God wants us to share the blessings he has given to us in Christ. For this blessing is not for us alone. This truth of God's word is not for us alone. It's not for the church at Oba alone. It's for all, praise God. It's for their walking on your street. For the driver that you know. It's for your friends and everyone you see walking. Let us get that. This same truth you know actually is for them. But they can never hear it until you take a step of faith. Amen tonight. You know, tonight we are teaching us ah, this Jew. How come their aim is so deaf that they didn't know that this gospel is for everybody? And, and God told them, in fact, he, he told them in uh, Christ told them in Acts 1 8, he said, and, and he will be blessed to the whole world. And told them that I have other sheep and, and he quotes to us. But truth that no, 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 no. Don't point at the Jews. God said right now, turn to yourself. And, and, the, and the mistakes the Jews made, you're not meant to make it anymore, but make an amen and make correction. Let the word of God spread through you. Don't, don't, don't keep it yourself. That's a lesson there tonight for us. 
couldn't keep it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? We have office services. You know, I've told you in church. Our time will be service for next year. It's not about people are praying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only about praying to there's no, there's no, there's no first Sunday Thanksgiving seed is fraud only. The Thanksgiving is not money. The Thanksgiving is Lord. In this last twelve months, you have helped me to to preach your word. This is the fruit I have brought to you. So hearing me, I'll tell you what I've told them. You know, I was showing you on Sunday, maybe in Luke 13. He gave a parable. He said, There's a man who owns a vineyard. He came to the vineyard and then and then vineyard, there are many trees. But someone walked like a little tree. And that tree is not, it's not bringing fruit. He said, This tree is wasting the soil. Let's what? Let's cut it down. Why? It has no fruit. And then the person in the vineyard said, Master, Master, please don't escort it. Please, please permit me. Let's give you this, this, this one more year because for the past three years we've been doing it. But let's let's do this last time. But I venture it and then I will, I will I will put more manure and dress it more. Now I know I'm doing for you tonight. Um, by this teaching, I'm, I'm adding manure and I'm, and I'm and I'm encouraging you to the world to produce food. Amen. I'm not praying that um, that you come down. But see, mm, he said he said he said if the if this victory brings more food, then fine, praise God. But if he still insists on having food, he says, we will cut it down. The reason the Jews were left because they were not producing food. I'll close tonight with this. Romans 10. You see, as believers, sometimes we can get into this rut of not, of, not, of not paying attention to the will of God. And that's why God wrote us this letter. So we see the thinking of people in times first. So we can make amends. Hallelujah tonight. So we don't fall in their mistakes. Everybody's entitled to the gospel. Romans 10. Let's read tonight, everybody. Let's read from verse. Let's, 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 let's let, let me take our time. Okay, we have some 10 minutes more, all right. Let's, let's read from verse. Um, thank you, Lord. From verse 4. For Christ... Is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Verse 8. But what seeth it? The word is near who? Is near me. This word of God is near me. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep quiet about it. Praise God. Just like the Jews didn't want Paul to preach. Sometimes you don't want yourself to preach. Nobody's holding you. It's yourself. Praise God. The word is near, you know, when you say it's near thee, you think it's the, no, the word is near me, the word is in, not just near me, actually the word is in me. Let's go on tonight. The word is near thee, even where in thy mouth and in thine heart, the, that is the word of faith which we preach. What is in you? The word of faith that Paul has, what has preached, and I want to show you that I've preached this word of faith enough for you to be in your heart and in your mouth. Verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth 
confidence is made unto salvation. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call on him. God is rich unto the Jew that call. God is unto the Gentile that also call on him. Praise God. But now here the clincher, verse 13. For who shall call upon the number 14? He now says, How then? Now see, now this is Now we know that God is rich. Amen tonight. Is someone hearing me? God is saying to you, I'm not watching me. He said to you, He said to you, I'm, I'm Timmy and, 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 and Matthew and, and Gela. I'm rich towards that your neighbor. Praise God. Can I count on you to, 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 to get this, this, this riches to him? Can you be for me a conduit? Can you be for me a channel through which this, this truth can get to him? He says in verse 13, he says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So God is waiting for someone to do what? To call on him for them to be saved. For without a calling, there can be salvation. Praise God tonight. So he said, Can I count on you? In fact, is it even bothering you that someone is not saved? Is it, is, is it bothering you conscious that someone is, is yet to know Jesus? Is it, is it a, 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 as it were, a burden in your hand that someone around you is not saved? There are people today who are hopeless. Oh, I was watching somebody making some comment that, that, that someone was going to say, they are people around you. You know they need Jesus. All you just do is, you know, just talk to them. Now, now, verse, verse, verse 13 says, So if they call on him, they will be saved. Now, 14. God says, How then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they've not heard? That means there must be a hearing. There must be so God is given the principle here. Now, now these Jews don't want to be saved. But God says, No, I want all men saved. That's why I sent my son. But no one can be saved or believe in me until they hear the word. So the only assignment God is giving you today on earth is to get people to hear the word. Praise God. I want to ask tonight as I close, is this too much for God to ask of you? Amen. Is it too much for God to ask of you? How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a word a preacher? God wants to make you to that a preacher. Verse 15. And how shall they preach? Excellent be sent. But praise God tonight that he has sent us. 2 Corinthians 5. 17, 18, 19. 19 says to me that God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself and has he has sent us with the word with the message of what he has he has sent us so don't wait to be sent you have been sent already Luke 9 and Luke 10 he sent the 70 he sent the 12 he has sent you so tonight what are you doing with the outreach Sunday Mm. You know, today I sat down, I was taking stock. I said, Lord, even if it's one, we'll present it. So I thank you, no free. This is what you help us to achieve in the year. What do you do about it? Do you say it doesn't concern me? It's for those who are called to evangelism. In the body of Christ, there are no people calling to everybody is an evangelist. 
and the way to do it in church as God has laid in our hearts. Bring one. Preach to one. We have this business every last one of the month. If there are times you can't actually preach, no problem. But God is really the only way you can do that. But, but we have this from where we can bring people together and share with them the gospel of Jesus. What is your role in this? What dwells thou? Are you like the Jews that don't want it to go beyond us? Or you are like the person that says, Lord, here I send me. I will go wherever I should go. I will speak this word. The word is near me. The word is in my mouth. Even in my heart. The word of faith that you've asked us to preach. Can God count on you? Not like the Jews. Not like Peter. Who said, Lord, how will I go? And God had to go extra mile to convince him. Tonight, I want you to know your heart that God has already commissioned and sent you. Don't wait for a strange push. Don't wait for a vision. Don't wait for for, 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 for an angel to tell you or don't wait for, for something drastic to happen before you start. It's important to God and to you. Your word of reconciliation. So we see this talk tonight. I'm going to end here tonight. And the things the Lord is saying through the Apostle Paul to the church in Thessalonians. And Paul said, in spite of the opposition, we came to you all the way. I will preach to you the gospel. Thank God in heaven, Paul will get his reward. And you see it in the verse. Paul says, For you are our crown and our rejoicing in God. Folks, there's no crown you can get outside this in God that the souls you win. May you not go crownless. I'll show you as we make progress. Paul says, for, 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 for the children, I've read it. He says, For ye are our joy and our glory and our crown. I'll close tonight with that. First Thessalonians. Let me just check the scripture out. Verse 19 of chapter 2. For what is our hope or joy or crown? Of rejoicing, and not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming. That means when he comes and we meet him, when, when we come to the judgment, the crown we receive, folks, is only the one that we do in the other gifts. But the crowns is for soul winning. What do I thou? I want to encourage you to rise up and allow this word to move you. Like I said, this this, this word and not my words, take it as a word of the Lord to you and act on it. Go forth. Share the gospel. Share the word. God said, this is how I praise you. This hour, I praise you for the things you do in your flesh. Not like the Jews who wanted to hold him on to themselves, but go forth as those who want to spread out the truth of God's word to the world. So tonight, I want you to prayerfully in your heart begin to think of who to invite. Or who to minister to. It's important. Put to you. And to the Father. Thank you Lord tonight for this time of the word. We bless your Father. We bless your name. Lord tonight help us not to be just here alone. But doers of this word. We've heard. We've interpreted. We've correlated. Lord, help us be doers of it. 
Lord, for the service of Sunday, Lord, prepare me. Prepare us as a church. Thank you because your word will come in power and accuracy. In Jesus' name. We build on you, Father. We build on your word. We grow daily. We grow daily. We grow daily. We improve in you daily. We mature in your God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For praise and thanksgiving. In Jesus' much less name we pray. Amen. Praise God tonight. I believe you've learned one thing or other tonight from this Bible study. Like I've learned, I'm sure you have too. But more than what we've learned, let's be doing some what we're learning. And trust the Lord. How shall they call on Him? Whom they've not heard. How shall they believe? And there must be a preacher. And guess what? He has sent you to be the preacher. Let God trust you tonight. To be an effective minister of Him. Amen.